Good morning, saints. I'm talking to all of you, each and every one of you. It may be easy to dismiss yourself as a saint because you might also identify as a sinner. They are not mutually exclusive. The kingdom of God is open to everyone, and Matthew's gospel on the Beatitudes reminds us of just that. Martin Luther describes Christians as both saints and sinners, made in God's image, while not quite able to live fully into God's mercy and goodness. But today we celebrate All Saints Day, a day that stems from a belief that there is a powerful spiritual bond between those in heaven and those who are living. We on earth have the loving privilege of being surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses who have gone the way of Christ and who have shown us what it means to take up the cross and to follow. This day revolves around giving God thanks for the lives and ministries of God's saints, including those who are famous and those who are obscure. We honor the canonized saints known throughout the church we honor those we have loved and lost in our own day. We honor those very faithful individuals who sit next to us in the pew. And we honor those whose faith is known only to God. Our Christian community is not only connected through the past and the present, but also to the future. We celebrate and give thanks to God for our new brothers and sisters in Christ just like we did last Sunday, when Olivia and Lily were marked as Christ's own forever in the sacrament of holy baptism. And this is why we celebrate All Saints Day. We are all connected, and we all have relationships with the saints and with one another. Being a saint is more than being a good person, whatever that might mean. We casually refer to people as a saint when they exercise patience or tolerance or perform a favor for us. What a saint you are. But that cheapens the concept of just what makes a saint. Saints are those people who point us most clearly to the way of Christ. They teach us what it means to be more fully human, to be more formed in the likeness of Christ. Saints are our pathways into God's kingdom, exhibiting the way of virtue and of love. You may have noted that in today's colic, we prayed that we would have God's grace to follow the blessed saints in all virtuous and godly living. Today, we heard the first 12 verses of Matthew's chapter 5, the Beatitudes. This is a portion of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. In these opening verses, Jesus teaches about blessedness, a word that can also be cheapened when it's used in the wrong context. You might be blessed with good health, but the absence of good health does not mean you are cursed. So how do we understand this blessedness that Jesus describes? We know from the first verses that Jesus was traveling throughout Galilee, teaching in the synagogues and proclaiming the good news. The crowds were following him, 
And when Jesus saw them, he went up to the mountain, sat down with his disciples, and began to speak. Jesus was calling his disciples to hear and walk in the way of his life for our lives. The Beatitudes are an invitation from Jesus to hear and walk in the way of his life for our lives and for the lives of others, to follow the pathway of the saints in the virtue, in the way of virtue and the way of love. The Beatitudes invite us to be transformed and to transform the world around us. Today's reading actually gives us insight into the transformed lives that we are to live as God's saints here in the world. When Jesus proclaims, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God, his words reveal the very character and nature of God's kingdom. The Beatitudes remind us that the blessed are not necessarily those who receive praise or good fortune, but rather those who have humbled themselves and in the end will be exalted. In a world that often celebrates the proud and the powerful, as we often witness here in Washington, Jesus flips the script. He highlights the value of meekness, a hunger for righteousness, mercy, purity of heart, and peacemaking. The Beatitudes provide us a roadmap to realize the saintly potential within each of us, not as a checklist, but as a journey of faithfulness. And we can look to the lives of the saints to find living examples of these very virtues. The saints weren't perfect. They fell short. They struggled with the challenges of their time. However, what we remember and celebrate about them is not their perfection, but rather their faithfulness and their embodiment of these virtues. They lived out the Beatitudes in their own unique way to the extent that they were meek, hungry, merciful, pure in heart, and peacemakers. And when we identify with those who are blessed, Jesus emphasizes that the kingdom of heaven is open to everyone. God's kingdom transcends societal norms. It embraces the marginalized, and it restores justice. The kingdom is not calling for the self-righteous or the self-sufficient, but rather those who are in need of God's love and grace. It is a place where sainthood is not determined by being a good Christian, again, whatever that might mean, but by a heart open to transformative love. And today we don't just remember those great men and women whose stories serve as examples for us. We also remember those humble people who will never have a feast day or whose names are long forgotten. We remember the saints who have been excluded and ignored by every corner of society and yet still find ways to seek and serve Christ, loving their neighbors as themselves. We are all called to be saints. We are all called to be witnesses. And we are all called to be servants. All Saints Day is a call to action for every one of us to emulate the saints, past and present, that we might join in that great cloud of witnesses before God 
and serve as a blessing to others. After all, we are all blessed and we are all saints. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Amen.